Hey, everybody, welcome to Rough Stuff, the podcast where we invite our friends on to tell embarrassing stories about our childhoods. Uh, my name's Bridget Greenberg, I'm one of your co-hosts, and uh, I've stopped sex in the middle of it on multiple occasions because of acute hip pain that I don't go to the doctor for. Uh, and, uh, perfect. And, and, my, and my co-host is here. Yes, I'm Co-host. the other. My other, I'm. Uh, that's me. I'm the other one. Uh, my name is Sarah Griffith, and I have maybe worse made sexual partners laugh during sex at my dirty talk attempts. So, uh, thanks for not leaving me hanging there, buddy. Um, of course. And uh, with us, we're super excited to have the actress and sketch writer and producer Gretchen Dawson. Hey, what's up, uh, guys? <laughs> Hey! Hello! Hey! Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, our pleasure. You want to like just uh, start off, dip your toes in the water? Yeah, why not? An embarrassing (laughs) fact about yourself. Okay, um, this this like sent me into a frenzy here. Okay, this question, like embarrassing stuff about your adolescence. I was like, uh, where do I start? Um, uh, So (laughs) I'm gonna start with one that like I'm gonna give you one where I. I think, okay, so I'm just going to start off. In second grade, okay, let's pick, paint the picture. Gretchen yes. um, is the youngest of three. She's seven. She's living her life. Right. Um, I, I, Growing up, I had always really admired Lucille Ball. And, um, of course. <laughs> and here we go. Uh, my lovely Bill Cosby. I was just oh, yeah. yes, yeah. That's, that's those are the two people, and yep. um, but no, for real, like his stand-up routine, the um himself. I I like watch that all the time, and I would recite it. Right, like you just like recite it's good. It. Like yeah. I think we can oh, still yeah. say it is good. Like it's fuck legit, him, but, like hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those two people, I really, really uh, just that's what started me in comedy and just like loving to make people laugh. And so um, I had a really, really good memory growing up. I would watch stuff and then like recite it to my family members and they thought it was hilarious. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I was a very timid child. Like I wasn't about like performing for people. I just wanted to like make my family laugh. Um, right. But my mom uh-huh. saw that and she was like, ooh, there's going to be a, rec- uh, you know, a, um, a talent show um, at your school. Um, oh. And she signed me up <laughs> without my knowledge that she signed me up <gasps> to perform Bill Cosby himself, The Routine. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And uh, I was oh. like, what? You know, I'm on the playground trying to like, you know, be cool. I didn't want to like make a thing. I just was not that kid. I was very shy. Um, so I'm... Uh, this this when you asked me this I was like oh I'm, I told my wife I was like oh man I'm gonna tell this story because in my head it's the most embarrassing moment of my like right. little childhood uh-huh. so yeah, I'm telling yeah. Biddy my wife I'm like so uh, I get I get there and I'm I'm kind of confronted that I'm gonna have to go up and perform uh, the dentist part of himself that was my favorite part where I'd be like oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know like right. or whatever and so uh, I. I'm telling my mom, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm crying. I'm like, please don't let me. I don't want to. I'm in, I'm in the, uh, like, you know, the the quad or whatever, like, where you're going into um, your theater, your little theater at your elementary yes. school. And I'm, like, freaking yeah. out. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. And um, all I remember, I have very vi- little memory of it because I was seven. But, like, I all I remember is I go up on stage 
and I hit the mic and I see a sea of people and I I felt like I froze up and I don't remember kind of like what happened, but all yeah, I remember it was just kind of a blackout. And I remember mm. this little this kid in the in the front row just like laughing at me, but like not laughing at the jokes, but like laughing at me. Ooh, and yeah, there's a there's a palpable difference. Oh, Very different. right. And you know when it's happening. Yeah. And so I saw that little kid yeah. and he was trying to get other people to like agree with him that I let like what this what's oh. this what's this kid doing up on stage? You know what I mean? So Oof. I literally felt my whole world just kind of collapse inside of me. And um, I thought that I bu- I bombed it and like it was awful. And then like the next day on the playgrounds, the kids were making fun of me. It was just this whole thing in my head. Well, get Oof. this. So just during the pandemic, I happened to find this tape in my brother's oh, garage no. <gasps> that was like, oh it was labeled. This is my other embarrassing story that I was going to bring up. Right. But right, um, it's segues. it's labeled marionette show. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, okay. it's porn. So it's homemade porn. Obviously, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> obviously, I had to take it. So I, I yeah. took it and I put it in the VHS and I start watching it. I was like, oh my God, this is the most embarrassing footage. Obviously, my brother didn't want it to get out and I, I'm. I'm I'm t- telling it now on a podcast, but yeah, it's it's out. <laughs> it's out. Um, Nothing sacred. No, no, he did not want this footage to get released, and I can understand why because it's literally the like most embarrassing thing for all three of us. Um, but anyways, mm. at the end of the video, it's the footage of my stand-up routine at <gasps> seven. And oh, I, oh. I see it, and I pause. It. I was like, huh, I, I know what this is, and I can't. I was like, someone taped it. What? No. And I uh. was so like horrified. My my wife, um, before I recorded this podcast, I was like, honestly, I don't think I can watch it. Like, I'm kind of like, right. I'm triggered by it. I, I just don't want to watch it. She was like, <laughs> yeah, let me watch it for you. I'll watch it. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, I went away, and she watched it, and she was like, so what a kind gesture. I know. It's very right? sweet. Very sweet. So sweet. Very sweet of her. I, I don't know what I would do without her because like I wouldn't have been able to get through it. And so right. she yeah. um she comes in the room. I'm like in like for three minutes, I'm just going in my brain like, oh my God, she's going to see that I bombed. Oh my God, it's the worst. Holy <laughs> shit, she's going to see it. You know what I mean? Because this is this thing that I've told her about for like years. And she yeah. watches it and she goes, well, um, I, I'm, you can like basically tell, I'm going to give you the highlights and you can be like, okay, I want to know more about that, you know, if you want. <laughs> and so, right. she, so she was like, um, it lasted maybe two and a half mi- minutes, maybe three. Um, oh, you right. stood up there, you did the routine and people laughed. And I was like, so I just stood there and I, I said the words. And she was like, she was like, yeah, you you said the whole routine, and she was like, you were Aww. you were just like yourself, and like you you uh, seemed, you know, obviously very young Gretchen and very like not kind of what she was. See, I was I seemed very tired, and I was like, well, yeah, I'd been crying for like an hour for not wanting to go and doing it, but uh, yeah. she was like, you just seemed really tired, but like honestly, people thought you were cute and laughing, and she was like, and you didn't culture appropriate, and I was like, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one to know. <laughs> At seven years old, I did not like put on anything, right. and um, that was right. good. Cool. So thank God. And uh, but she, no reason to cancel. Yet. Yeah, right. So I was like, okay, yeah. but it was just so I wanted to bring it up because it's just so interesting what your brain 
Like, and, and it didn't take yeah. away from, like, my my embarrassment because, like, I still think that the kid was there. You know, she didn't get to see it from my view of, like, you know, that little Well, you had right. to, like, that surprise do a full stand-up routine yes. in front of all of your classmates. <laughs> like, yeah, that what? would sit. That's, like, that's literally the nightmare I have when I'm having anxiety. Yeah. Like, that is the exact nightmare. Yeah. Totally. How dare my mom? Is- I still, I'm still mad at her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a. Bold move for your mom to make. That's uh, totally that's horrifying. I mean, <laughs> it's also hilarious that you just did someone else's stand-up routine. But I guess at seven, like it's. Yeah, it's I'm more sure that was adorable. I'm sure that content. That's right. I'm sure that played so well. Well, that's another thing is that like I was embarrassed for that too because I was like, it's at seven. I realized I was like, I'm doing someone else's work. Like you're making me. <laughs> Like yeah. you're making me just repeat someone else's. I just this was yeah. this was fun in my living room. Why am I? You know yeah, why am I right. here? These people aren't gonna think they want to see Bill Cosby, not this little girl. Anyway, <laughs> really standing like standing up for plagiarism, your <laughs> yes, mother. Uh, totally. Yes. There, there, there was because like I was a, a tiny comedy nerd too, uh-huh. and I, um, I would watch things and, and repeat them. I think everyone yes, who is like into totally. entertainment always has ass. done that at some point. <laughs> And yeah, and I I was a little older when I was doing this because I, I remember I was watching like talk show videos oh. and uh, uh, Tina Fey told like a very funny story about her child on a talk show. And I was like, oh, mom, you got it. Like I was telling my family about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And they thought it was hilarious, like just me reiterating the story. They thought it was hilarious. And then I remember we were at a dinner party and uh or something we're at like dinner with a bunch of family dinner party sounds very fancy uh <laughs> for like oh, whatever backyard thing we were hanging out with some friends but uh and my mom like stops and she's like oh bridget told this hilarious story the other day tell the story oh and I was, like, god are you, ta- are you are you talking about the thing that tina Fey? i'm 12 <laughs> yeah. i can't i can't talk about what? my kids yeah and your she's daughter like, bridget yeah, and my mom fully, like, sold me. And she's like, Bridget, don't be an asshole right now. Like, got upset with me for, like, talking back at her, being like, no, I'm not. Totally. No, this is not. That my mom she did got the upset same thing. And, yeah, she got upset with me, and I was just like, uh, okay, so, uh, and it was just like, I like, a kid who just got changed. Yes, how Telling awkward. a story about her daughter at 12. That's not her daughter. And I'm just like, this is. Oh, my God. My mom, this, my this mom did that. To me, actually, I can't believe I have a story for this, but um, yes. it was just like, <laughs> give it to us. <laughs> it, it was just like real quick. I was on the phone with her over the summer vacation. I think I was like early high school, like old enough. Um, and I was on the phone with her at work and I did like this really shoddy JFK impression. My JFK impression, <laughs> I mean like my Mayor Quimby impression from The Simpsons because that is right. closer yes. to my JFK than okay. actual JFK. <laughs> and I literally just did like the ask not what you can do for your country, <laughs> ask what your country can do for you. And she laughed and she said, hold on, hold on. Come here, come here, listen to this. Hold on, I've got you on speaker. Come here, you gotta hear Sarah's do her JFK. It's really good. Okay, do that impression again. This is the first time and last time I've ever done a JFK impression. Oh I do God. not even remember the context of which I did it, but like, sure enough, I was on speakerphone and all of my mom's coworkers, who I also knew, I had to do oh, this fucking God. impression. It's totally like play monkey nowhere. play. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember that. I like, just. He's like, I think on their end, there must have been like a silence. It's like, well, go on, Sarah. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay, um, so this is John F. Kennedy. Uh, ask uh, not what. <laughs> oh, man. There's a, I, I don't know if, 
this is I have like so many conspiracies about when you become a parent, like the messed up things you do to your children, <laughs> as, like just for your own entertainment yep. and like selling them down the river to make them perform totally because like in ways that they do not want to. It has to be some some like sick enjoyment they get absolutely. Out of it. Well, yeah. like it's gotta be yeah. funny. And you have them. to kind of sympathize because I mean, if you have that kid that like that young that like can memorize something or like recite something, you're like, oh my god, right. I have a genius child. Yeah, you want to facilitate yeah, right. that. You want to like encourage it and facilitate. <laughs> Do it and showcase it in a way that is like you're trying to build yes. confidence in your child. I also do think just that don't right. spring it on them, you know. Yeah, I, I that, also think that's that very kind. In, in my head, my parents are selling me out. They're not proud of me. They're they're, they're well, being also, like, look at this little asshole. You have to also consider consider the fact that having kids and being a parent is so fucking hard. Yes. And from what I've seen, excruciating. So in the few moments where your child makes you laugh, oh. I mean, do you not kind of deserve <laughs> yeah. that much? Absolutely. Like, do you not deserve? Absolutely. Absolutely. You go and <laughs> absolutely. You know, now that yeah. I think about it, I'm not mad at my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's she okay. need, I think she that's needed that also why... Yeah, that's why probably my mom got so upset with me when I liked to like, no, I'm not doing this. It's not my joke. She's, She's like, like, Bridget, this is a one piece of enjoyment. You've been this. a little bitch to me all day. You made me laugh once, one time. Absolutely. So just do it again and stop being an asshole. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes that's sense. A- yeah, no, I, I, ah, uh, man, I'm getting older because now I understand where she's yeah. coming from, and that I, I am that's starting. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm starting. It's yeah, therapeutic. I'm starting to look back on my. I'm starting to look back on like my childhood memories through an adult lens now, which is why I can like look back sometimes. Like when I say something embarrassing here, I'm so quick to be like, "Oh, but you know what? I bet the adults just thought that." Blah blah blah. Right? Like it's <laughs> yes. easier right. to live with it now. <laughs> Totally. But at, the t- oh. but at the time, it's the it's worst ab- thing ever. Right, right. Because you don't, yeah. you don't know what everybody's uh, going through at that age, you know, or mm-hmm. any of that. Yeah. No, and also, yeah, the hindsight of realizing, like, oh, this is a thing that I will never forget, but everyone else around me, oh. who is my peers, have all forgotten. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. Yes. Is a, <laughs> it's also a big, uh, big realization i think both sarah and i have come through through this podcast i'm getting rid of my mic stand it's uh, a nuisance (laughs) the amount of embarrassing (laughs) facts that you guys put out there i'm just sure is a lot (laughs) yeah uh, we're having to dive deeper and deeper into ourselves that's why we we both started off with like i'm not even a child anymore we're just going for now (laughs) and that that's a little more painful oh (laughs) god Sometimes I do think, have I made a commodity of my childhood nostalgia and am I exploiting for money and attention (laughs) like who I am as a person? And the answer is yes. And do I have a problem with it? I mean, not entirely. No, because it's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, it's honestly how I've coped with uh, my own awkwardness. Yeah, true. Just learn to roll with it. You know what? And I uh, I appreciate you guys having me on to talk about this stuff because honestly, that moment was kind of like a big thing for me because i carried that so right, long it like it yeah it was healing yeah healing for I, you. that's yeah no that's a, a thing i found like I, i'm sure sarah could say the same thing like through doing this and kind of like what my what i thought when we started would happen is like all these things that i still think about and like wake up at four in the morning oh. and be like i can't believe i did that in the fourth grade just laughing at them because we've like now knowing everyone has a similar thing. Absolutely. It just goes away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really, uh, really comforting. <laughs> yeah. So um, that being said, uh, 
let's 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 get to get to know your childhood self a little better okay like what if you what were you like uh in your like height awkward period oh man would you say i was this try to describe that okay little gretchen okay so i was this scrappy little girl that just hated <laughs> dresses Hated dolls, uh-huh. but was told to like all those things. Of course, um, yes. right there. And with you. I just could yeah, not. Welcome. Yes, okay. I'm I'm in great company <laughs> You're here. You're among friends. Yes, you understand. Um, so yes. yeah, I was definitely that kid. At like you know three, I wanted you know a you know a gun, and I wanted to be Batman for Halloween, and um, <laughs> not like a, a real gun, but like I wanted to be like <laughs> not like a real gun, <laughs> but I wanted to be like a yeah. cowboy. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I, I, like I just wanted those types of things. So I was definitely that girl. And um, in adolescence, I so my mom, um, she basically wanted a doll for a daughter. Like she wanted Mm -hmm. to just dress this little girl and all these frilly things. And that's what she wanted. Like it wasn't even that. Oh, my God, I got like a daughter. It was like, I am a doll. Um, Right. Bless her heart. So she um, I, I would slowly start to realize when I went shopping, that's kind of like what I was you know, told to wear. So I would just really limit that. And going to school, I would be this kid wearing like show shirts and like jeans with like, you know, <laughs> right, yeah. vans or Converse. And these kids would think that like I was just this like really scrappy kid from the other side of the tracks, which um, in <laughs> in reality, like I didn't even brush my hair. Like I would knots in my hair. You know, I was that kid. Right. I I had right. um I love I loved everybody on the playground. I played basketball and like all, always with the boys. Mm-hmm. And but I also had like girlfriends too. Um, but mainly those girlfriends were very judgy of like Gretchen's a lesbian. You know what I mean? Like it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that wasn't even like at that time yeah. it was something that like I thought meant bad. You know what I mean? Like judging me. Right. But at that, right. if I had known yeah. that it wasn't a big deal, I would have been like, yeah. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> I, uh, um, great. Call me that. Um. Uh, I hope, I, and I feel like it's moving towards kids today. We'll just be like, yeah. Yes, totally. And I'm so yeah, thankful I, I would, for that. I would love to hear a child be like, that is correct. Yeah. You got me. With, yeah. your, with your playground taunts, guess your parents are not woke or conscious at all. Yeah. Why don't you learn something and love people for once? Exactly. Kids can be cruel, right? I mean, in the way that they yeah. think they're being cruel. But I, I, yeah, I would hang out with the boys. And so I was that kid. I definitely um, didn't shop because, like, I knew what that would meant. I would get, like, clothes that I yeah. didn't want. So I would always just, mm-hmm. like, wear things that were around the house. And so I would have... Yeah. Um, so I, I, but I was, I didn't know that I grew up uh, on a, with a wealthy family, I guess you could say, or like on like right. better ends because mm-hmm. like I, I never really got a gumball for 25 cents. My dad really taught us to like save money and, you know, sure. all right. of that. So, um, and it's hard for a kid to recognize. Totally. That I didn't, I didn't know what that yeah. meant, but, um, you don't really have a concept of it. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. But my room was not my room. It was like it was like furly like roses yeah. on on oh my God. on uh, my window and like my bed sheets were roses and I had these awful awful doll porcelain dolls staring at my face. Oh wait, did you have Madame Alexander dolls? Oh, you know, is that what they were? I don't even. They were like the I don't the ones that were like fairy tale creatures. No, they or like, they were like okay. they were like um that oh, shit dolls you would find in like a plantation home in the south. Like, hey, oh boy. those kind yeah, of dolls. I, I, I had, uh, for some reason, because I, 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 
was like a little tomboy uh-huh. as well. Yes. And when I was when I was a kid, uh, I think like before I had any sense of like my own, like very small and had any sense of my own identity, my family decided like this is a thing she's gonna do and collect these things called Madame Alexander dolls. I have never were, heard like, of these. Oh, they they were like um, beanie babies for weird Victorian children. For sick, oh, yeah, for kids to... who are in a fucking iron lung. What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 they're very weird. Uh, they they were supposed to be worth a lot, but they're all based on like, there was like an Alice in Wonderland set. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and Christ. like a Wizard of Oz set, and <laughs> wow. they're just like these tiny, creepy dolls that were in a case in the corner of my <gasps> room. Oh, terrible! And there was one. There, there was one of the Wicked Witch of the West, and that I would every night take it out of my room. Oh, good idea! It was not allowed to sleep yeah, in my yeah. room. I, yeah, I, it was not allowed no. to sleep I in my room. Sure. Didn't, I, I didn't yeah. sleep in my room. It was, it was these large. It was these like I think they were at least like what is what is this like at least like three feet or I don't even know. They were they were tall. Ew, what? Yeah, staring, staring, staring. And I'm not even joking. There were eight of them staring at me, Ugh, staring at my bed. Like, okay, these were oh, small. God. Yeah, no, that no, that's too big. Three big feet dolls. and eight of them big dolls staring at me. No. Uh, so I basically three, no, never no, slept in my room. Three feet is the size of a toddler three yeah they were fucking huge like small child that's unacceptable that is huge yes huge huge they were awful they were the worst and so i never saw my room so they were like that was that type of room right so what i'm getting at is like i was this kid scrappy kid people thought that i was like on the right side and then we would have these boat parade parties or like this like party for like like my, my friends to come over and they would come over and they would go into my house and they would go to my room and they'd be like this is your room? <laughs> like, does not add up. What? Like, they'd be like, why? <laughs> Gretchen, what's going on? You know, and I'd just That's- be like, I I got nothing, you know? I I live here. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I, this is where I live. <laughs> I rent. I rent. This is a rental. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rental. It's not my choice. I'm here until Look, I'm uh, I, 18. And it, <laughs> it came furnished when I arrived. Exa- it I actually did. It actually did. Yeah, my, my like, landlords no. don't let us paint. Yes. Yeah, it, it definitely was furnished uh, for like a guest room or something like that before I came. Oof. I don't know what they were thinking. I I also remember because again I was a little tomboy. I liked wearing my brother's hand me downs. Oh yes, would cry almost every time I had to be put in a dress. Ugh. And I remember like some of the most. And my mom, um, very similar to you, I think, wanted like a girlier best friend kind of daughter, yes. and she worked in the fashion industry. Oh okay. Uh, so she loved clothes and shopping and and to this day she like still I still have to like anytime I buy something online be like mom can I wear this uh, and like send her pictures because I don't know how to dress myself. Oh well that comes uh, in handy. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but uh, so she would like without my con- like <laughs> that sounds weird uh, without consulting me at all just like consulting you consent consulting me at all uh would just like buy my like uh clothes for temple and like fancy events and like my dresses and stuff and and i remember a mortifying experience like that mortifying experience of my friends being like what's in bridget's closet we wonder and like going through and like pulling out the frilly things that my mom would buy for me Uh, and i'd just be so embarrassed yeah like i I wasn't there. That's, uh, uh, that's I don't not mine. Right. I don't know what that is. That's, not, that's yeah. not mine. I'm just I'm just holding it for a friend. I don't know anything about this. No, yeah. and I think and like, all, like I I don't know if you uh, feel the same way, but I remember for me, 
it was the most embarrassing thing I could do was cry and especially cry in public. Yes. Oh, uh, all yes. the time. To- hated that. Hated it. Like it, it was a, uh-huh. a real big blow. And anytime I would go shopping with my mother, I would end up crying because yeah. I'm like, yep. I don't like any of the stuff. And it's a very frustrating experience. Oh, and it's so mortifying because yep. then like the people working at the shop would like come over and try to comfort you. And I'm like, yes, it's just everyone. Yeah, it's I just like, want to no. go home. You're literally saying you, my whole childhood yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you don't understand I, the dysphoria that I'm going through right now. Yep. I just want to say, and I think we've talked about this in other episodes, but really the root of all of this is that it is embarrassing to be quote girly so even if that is your scene like because I remember similar similar um I remember on the events where I would have to show up to school in a skirt or a dress that would be like what people would make fun of me for yeah oh yeah I actually that's interesting yeah they'd be like oh my god Sarah's wearing a skirt and everything like that and I remember in fourth grade I was reading this horse book it was a fictional book about a horse (laughs) and um (laughs) my guy friends made fun of me for reading a girly book so I cried um, and a teacher oh. assistant like a mom came over to talk to me after school and was like hey because it was like towards the end of the day and I cried when no one could see me obviously because I'm ashamed of my emotions uh, uh-huh. um, yeah. and she came yeah she came over and talked to me and she was like so what's got you upset and I said well the boy said that I'm reading a girly book and she goes well is it maybe because you're a girl and you're reading a book and I was like, okay, oh, feminism, okay, dang. classroom mother, okay, yes. thank you for contextual. And like, wow. honestly, that, I have that's, never forgotten that. Great. I wish I remember who said that to me because I wish I could reach out and be like, you opened up a yeah. lot of shit for me in that. Because then, yeah, I almost stopped crying immediately of like, wait a second, you're right. It doesn't matter what I would read. They're making fun of me because I'm a girl, period. Right. Even though I was on the football team at that side. Dang. At that time, I was wide receiver, the only girl on the football Stop. team. Stop, are we I having the touchdowns. Same? Me too. Gretchen. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes, wow. I was a wide receiver too. Girl, I was only one on the that football is the girl. Team. It's like the girl positions for football teams is wide receiver wide and receiver. kicker. Yeah, that's it. You're gonna run and catch that's the ball. It. Okay, exactly. But I was good too. Damn it, I that was is, running. I, picture, I picture like a little frilly run with like your hands out. Allowed. That's yes. Oh my god, I I love that. Sports was a huge thing, and then uh, and then yeah. somehow I got into performance. <laughs> Actually, if you want another embarrassing story, I got one for you about Please. how this mm-hmm. how this uh, performing Keep them coming. <laughs> okay. So, um, I I guess this is like where my my codependency comes from too. Um, so my <laughs> we're finding out a lot. Yeah, you are. This is therapy. Um, it totally is. But my uh, growing up, I I, I had two older brothers. Uh, I still have two older brothers. Um, but growing up, my bro- oldest brother was very much like a parental figure. He was um. I think like eight or he's eight years older than me, six years older. I can't remember. Mm. Anyways, um, but he uh, during for Christmas he would write my letters to Santa for me because he was like, oh, you want me to write it? Okay, I'll do it for you. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's all right now, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Um, yeah, there's a dark turn coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so this, this, um. This video came on a day where I was also going through papers, old papers that my mom told me to go through. I was going through them and I found an old Santa Claus letter uh, that I that my brother wrote for me of everything that I wanted. And it's just so funny to look at it now because you go, oh, my God, TJ just totally like just took my Christmas and put it uh, for him. So like on the paper, it says like one 
marionette puppet. Like, there. okay, so I have to back up. <laughs> yeah, I, no, we need to hear more about the puppets. Okay, so my, yeah, my brother um, got very fascinated and interested <laughs> in marionette puppets. I don't know why, but it was a very big thing in the 90s when Disney came out with, like, marionette puppets that were, that, that... <laughs> You could collect the whole set or something like that. Sure, sure. So my brother got obsessed with that because he would get delivered these like brochures about these Disney marionettes. And he's always been a Disney fan. So he was like, I have to get the whole set. How am I getting the whole set as quickly as possible? I'll convince both of my siblings to get them with me. Oh. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Wow, brilliant. So Collective he, bargaining. Yes. So, so, and they were like <laughs> fucking expensive marionette puppets. So like if we were getting yeah. them, it was like our big Christmas present. That's what it was. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> right. Um, it's like marionette puppet, um, a Barbie house, which I don't know why I, I didn't. I I'm guessing someone told me that was what I wanted. And then the third was like basketball, and then like fourth was like something like Disney or something. And then it at the end of it, it said, "P.S. The things to really get is the marionettes." <laughs> oh. <laughs> As if the numbered was like, list wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. He starred. He start. He started. First of all, he starred number one, and then he wrote "P.S. The marionette is the most important." Oh my god! I like that he put wow. other things on the list as a buffer to like make it look convincing. But it's like no. But seriously, about the puppets, that's <clears> what <throat> that's what we need. So, anyways, right. we yeah. ended up collecting the whole set of fucking Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> and your house was just like a menagerie oh it's a, a museum like. of creepy ass shit like if you go to my parents house it's literally jesus crosses like like fucking antiques everywhere and um just scary shit and so my 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 brother i i then find the video that says marionette show and i'm going what the fuck oh. is this so I, mm. I pop it in. I pop that bad boy in. And I watched I it. And it. you guys, it's the most embarrassing thing I have ever done <laughs> in my life. It's okay. So I guess it was like a church event. And picture this. It's like this huge grass field with like a bunch of different, I guess it was like a fair, like a bunch of different things that a bunch of church sure. people could go and do. <laughs> and um, right. so we were one of the main events. And it was this small <gasps> oh. marionette stage that we set up. And... <laughs> TJ <laughs> pre-recorded this whole show. Like he he got like interviewed by these people that were like, so what do you think about the show? He's like, yeah, I'm really excited. He's like 14. I'm really excited about um, you know, the show. He's 14? Yeah. That's he's too like old. right, That's too, way too old. 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 It's so embarrassing for him. <laughs> like, I think I'm like nine or ten, and he's like 14, and my other brother is like 13 or something like that. And so he's yeah, like, they're too old. He's like, yeah, I'm like really excited. Uh it's you know, a pretty pretty big hit, you know. Like, like oh talking, my God. talking legit, but like I'm also there. Like my my older brother knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? I I can't believe you had press for this. Oh, church there was recital. there was press for this for this <laughs> marionette show. I wish it was a visual right now because it's the like where where did you grow up? Where is this? Um, so I grew up in Huntington Beach, but I think this well this is the Crystal Cathedral. So if you know that church, it's a very um nationally recognized church at the time. It doesn't okay. it doesn't exist anymore. It's a different under a different thing. But mm, back in right. the '90s, the Crystal Cathedral was like the Disneyland of churches in Anaheim. Like if you grew yeah, up Jesus. in Cal if you grew okay. up in California, 
that's like where you you knew that there's the Crystal Theater was a huge deal because sure, okay. Schuler created the first drive-in the uh, drive-in church in Anaheim. Um, so in oh. in 1955 or something like that. So the grounds of where that church exists was like an original drive-in church theater or church experience, and then he transitioned it to this huge property that had like multiple different locations it was just ginormous and it's still there wow. it's wow. gorgeous okay. it's gorgeous but it's i was picturing the exact opposite and that like this sounds like a very small rural town nope. story nope definitely orange county <laughs> no this is a big event yeah yeah, yeah def- definitely big um lots of people were there and we like were captivating these children they were like sitting there with just they were s- just struck and i literally you guys i didn't know how to do marionettes i i was 10 <laughs> I was 10. So I'm literally just like dragging these awesome looking marionettes, just like dragging them around and like (laughs) not really doing anything with them and like putting them in kids' laps. Like I would just literally come up to a kid and they were sitting there and then I would put the marionette on its lap and like they thought it was hilarious and cute. But like I'm- All right. Audience work. I mean, in the 90s, what did you, you didn't have that much, you know? So like we were were very, uh, you know- our senses and everything that we thought was amazing was a very different experience. So I, I was going to ask because, like, I I don't have a lot of marionette experiences, but I do my my. Wait, you don't? Yeah, that wasn't a part of your childhood. I, yeah, yeah. I, it's not. It, I can't say it is. Uh, but I remember my grandmother had a creepy marionette at her house and I remember trying to like manipulate it and it is very difficult. It's so hard. It's so, especially if you're 10 and you have little, little mini arms and these things were Tiny so heads, heavy. Yeah. yeah. They were it's so heavy. <laughs> They're heavy. They were heavy. They were like, know. they were like, um, like, I don't know. I, it wasn't three feet. It was well, like. Probably real wood. Yeah, it was real. It was like really, I mean, we're talking like a, an authentic marionette puppet, you know, okay, like not, yeah. not a baby one, like the string, like you could stand up as probably like a person and hold it to your hip and it would be hitting the ground. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Oh, all right. Horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. Guys. So those were scary. <laughs> and then also I had to like pretend, I guess, that I, I thought, well, my brother was liking them. So I thought it was cool at the time. I thought, oh, sure. my older brother knows what's right. happening. Man, I'm not going to regret yeah. this when I'm older. No, not at all. <laughs> well, uh, Sarah is an older sibling, so I don't know if she she can't relate. I'm a trailblazer. Also, you're a trailblazer. You're a trailblazer. Yeah, for you set I'm the also standard. a younger sibling. Yeah, I'm a younger. I'm also a younger sibling, and just like anything, my brother thought was cool was cool to me. Mm-hmm, yeah, like that. That was just like to me. That was what the standard of cool was. Yep. Was like, oh, he likes this. I'm, I guess I got to be into it too. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I guess if your brother's into puppets, you're going to be into you know, puppets. You I mean, have a, a radar. And, you know, I had the two – well, my middle brother, uh, they're both in musical theater. So I grew up with very much like that, those kind of kids around me. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was very yeah. much like theatrical yeah. and like musical – old musicals in my house, like Oklahoma and like all that kind of like old lady stuff was definitely a part okay. of it. We, I mean, like, you know, That's- I had an older mom that was like, um, she's, um, I'm 33 and she's 64. So, um, right. you know, compared to most, I think, people my age, they have like probably a younger, um, 
Oh, sorry, 74. She's 70. Did I say 64? She's 74. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, that. I was gonna say like, that's an Gretchen, old mom at all. She's not that yeah. old. No. <laughs> no, no, no. She's 74. Um, so, yeah, most likely most, your parents are either like in your, their 50s or their 60s at this point. Um, right. So, yeah, uh, it was just like an older. And so, yeah, it was just so fascinating that my brother liked the marionette puppets and that he convinced both of his siblings that that was the best idea for them as well. And that we both decided to do it and show up and be a part of the show that's now yeah. like uh, just the most embarrassing thing that I can look at for all of us. <laughs> was there a. I mean, you're, was there you're like better a, off at. Was there like a plot Sorry, to the show? There yeah, was, was there like there was the, was it variety? What was it? I guess there was some kind of kind of plot because it was it was also it was Snow White. It was basically my mom like and dad and TJ and my other bro- older brother record pre recorded like a soundtrack that we would mimic oh, wow. the puppets too. So my oh, mom my okay. mom's voice played the wicked or the uh, the witch the um. The s- evil witch. Yeah, the evil step. Yeah, yeah the, the, the evil queen. Snow White, the, the scariest witch. The evil queen. Yeah. yeah. The, the evil queen. That's yes. it. The so evil queen. She was like. The scariest one. Yeah. And then she would also do the scary, scary one where she's like the old witch because we also had yeah. the uh, give you an apple, my pretty, or yes. whatever. Yeah, so yeah. she would or have those nightmares. things. It was very much a child show scripted for Snow right. White. And so we just did that with our own like little I think you know jig to it but we also like performed a number so we did whistle while you work oh Jesus this is like a 90 minute theatrical oh it was like way too long you guys it was way too long (laughs) I the kids were standing they looked bored but at the same time they were also interested and they were still sitting there so I don't know if you saw it visually you'd be like this is the most boring shit I've ever seen but I, I, I don't know. And then also, like, yeah. I was playing, like, some of the dwarfs, but then my brother at 14 was playing Snow White. <laughs> it was just great. There was so many things. Not that that's, like, whatever, but I just think at the time it was, like, iconic. Yeah, it kind of seems you know? like, yeah, it is yeah. iconic because I yeah. think most teenage boys would be like, well, you play the girl part. Exactly. No, he was like, I'm going to be Snow White. <laughs> no, he wants to be the lead. This yeah. is his show. <laughs> he was his show. He wanted to be the lead. He, yeah, he he got he orchestrated getting these puppets. Yeah, that's right. He and should he's be the lead. The main one. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. No, so take what take what says. That's definitely <laughs> a a strong one right now. That is an embarrassing fact. Right. That is. <laughs> I got I got to call you out though, because like the two stories that you have told so far uh-huh. are uh, you doing a performance and it going pretty well <laughs> yeah wait well i guess i guess i guess i you know pretty well on the fact that like i didn't you know blow up you know like, right sure yeah no yeah. i think what you're describing is actually the universal acting experience and one of my yes. favorite things about acting is that it doesn't matter if it's on camera or on stage the minute you're done acting you never have to acknowledge that ever again and yes. like jenna gretchen you we've done shows together where i've gotten off stage and i've been like uh-huh. so i suck i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just like forget uh, like lines. Okay, all right, cool. That happened. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep. it's like got off. Like, how was it? Like, oh, bad. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I never be responsible for that again. Well, I never have to watch it again. Okay, something, something I can give you is performing again, but this is right. this is no. this is something that people won't let me live down which are like my close friends <laughs> okay, no. so if we, okay, if we great. Yeah. that's what we want okay oh yeah all right that's what we actually want well okay so i um i was in this show in high school it was this benefit concert for this kid and but it was like this ongoing thing where they just couldn't 
get us to have a performance date or like get it together to where we actually perform. So the rehearsal process for this one night, this one show ended up being like an eight month process. So like we would get together and just be like, I hope one day we have this benefit concert. And um, then finally it happens. They have a date. They solidified it. And what happens to Gretchen? Oh, and by the way, I had this like big solo um, and I was really excited about it to show off my chops. Of course. Right. Um, But what happens, literally, they book the date and I find out that I have to get my tonsils removed five days before the date. And I just put all this work in for eight months for this dang show. I was like, that's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. I was like, there's no way I am not going to freaking sing at this thing. And my doctors is telling me like, Gretchen, don't sing. You can't sing when you get your tonsils out. You're going to tear your throat in half. Don't do that, right? That's not a good idea. Yeah. Well, I am like... 15 or 16 I don't think about any no, of that no the drama stuff. of it you oh, the have dr- to I, like, I the had stakes to are way high this. yeah you have to you <laughs> oh must this is an 8 month odds. contract <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> so um, no I it was literally not that big of a deal but I made it the hugest deal and so I no it's a big deal Yeah. I decided that I had to go on the show must go on and uh, no one was going to sing that solo other than me so um, <laughs> I get there and I decide that I'm not going to sing for anybody until the performance so I was like saving everything yeah save it and they were like really Gretchen you sure like all my friends they were like I don't (laughs) think you should I'm like you guys I'm gonna be fine but I'm talking kind of like that so I I get up there and um I don't know if you guys know Aida but there's a there's a musical called Aida and the solo that I was singing um that I should not have been singing because this is uh for um, definitely not for white people, um, but it was <laughs> right. it was a it was a concert version, so you know what I mean. Like we weren't doing the show, um, but right. I right. sang that part in this solo where your robe should be golden, your robe should be perfect mm-hmm. instead of this ragged concoction of thread. Right, so that's how it kind kind of sounds. But how I uh-huh. sang it that day was. Your robe should be golden, your robe should be perfect, instead of this rhyming concoction of thread. And may you be You got a Louis Armstrong. Oh, it was the most Kermit the Frog sound ever. (laughs) And then I had to hit this loud night. It was like, to the dance. Like that. <laughs> oh. I, I held it, Ugh. but it was definitely Kermit the Frog, and so I never got to live that down. Everybody just would always be like, hey, Gretchen, how's it going? Hi. Holy oh, shit, that's yeah. awful. Yeah, for, for like a couple yeah. of months. It was it was good fun, but it also was um, pretty embarrassing. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel for you. you I know really what I mean? do. Because those kids, I mean, it was just that, that time that you could like, in in theater school, at least, like I wasn't the girl that was getting chose to be the leads or any. I was like, "This is my moment. I'm going to show right. everybody what right. I can do." And then yeah. I become you got one the shot. Yeah, cool. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I had the grace of going to a performing and visual arts high school, so even ah, mm-hmm. when something would flub on stage, like everybody else who was watching also were artists. Like maybe uh-huh. they weren't all actors, but they like. <laughs> Knew enough that it was like, okay, yeah, we did see you fuck that thing up, but it's fine. But I actually do remember a elementary school recital memory that just came to mind. Yes. And 
For some reason, I have held on to this embarrassment. And I wonder if by saying it out loud, I can be free of feeling embarrassed because it wasn't my yeah. fault. So do it. Do we it. were actually we, the, the recital that year was like a, a holiday recital. And so we were actually like all given like different kinds of like cultural songs to sing, like really lighthearted shallow kind of like we're children of the world whatever and so like my class actually sang right. a song about Hanukkah and I'll never forget the opening song was light the candle spin the dreidel, spin the dreidel. celebrate yeah. our blessings tonight is that a real song or is that just like yeah yeah that, that's that's one way we learn in Hebrew school okay so we had <laughs> been Jewish day school we had been practicing, I think this was like maybe third grade, fourth grade, older uh -huh. elementary school, not kindergarten. So like older. Um, and we had been practicing for, so I mean, even now, this is how I think of it. We had been practicing the song for weeks. And for some reason at the recital, we had the intro. And like, obviously five, six, seven, eight sing, but none of my classmates started to sing. <gasps> And I didn't start singing either because I was self-aware at that point to recognize like, hey, I'm not going to be the only asshole <laughs> singing. And so I kind of let like a bar or two go. And when no one was singing, I whispered, sing. And then everyone started to sing and get up with where they were supposed to go. But like, I was oh like so God. blown away. Even to this day, I'm so blown away. We rehearsed the song so many times. You don't know when to fucking sing. So I like sang and then everyone, we got on. So we all started singing um, and it was all well and good. And so I thought Sarah, like it was director. one of those, uh, I just knew That's we were supposed adorable, to sing and actually. they weren't singing. So I did that. And then like, um, I remember feeling so like, uh, the show must go on. I handled that like such a, cause I was in piano classes. So I knew enough about like recitals where yes. like, if you mess up, just recover, it's fine. And right. so I was feeling like proud of myself. And my mom, I, I later that day or later that week was like, Sarah, I'm so proud of you. Nobody was singing, and we and I could I heard you say sing, and then everybody started singing. Turns out the <laughs> microphones that were pointed on the stage picked up me going sing. So the whole Stop. audience, as well, just everybody heard me say sing. Oh my god! So, so I was like, I'm sure the adults must have been like, who the fuck is this Gypsy Rose Lee? Oh. Like. <laughs> fifth grader that's like god damn it this music we've missed our cue oh my singing. god i will not miss my time to shine that's the future and director I, right there and i do that's and i do remember doing like other recitals where kids would have to like tape their dialogue to their arm because they couldn't remember it and i remember being like oh my god you're such an amateur like are you fucking kidding me you didn't memorize your lines this, this the is the girl scout talent show and you can't be bothered to learn your paragraph like honest to god <laughs> I mean, kids these days. Jeez. Do you know, like, did they just like missed the cue? They missed the cue. They, they just not want to do they it. Just, what, they just they missed happened? the they missed the cue to start singing because, and I mean, I think because I was in music Amateur. classes, I just had a better ear for it. Like they because the music teacher wasn't there to start singing with us. They oh. just they literally. I think the other students didn't understand that like. There's an intro, and then you start singing. I right. think they were waiting for someone to tell dun, them to dun, sing, dun, and it was dun. me. <laughs> and that was you. Where's the vamp? That's incredible. And, and then, also yeah, really and then you had to take that on. Yeah, I, I got to... That's so funny, because I, not being a, a trained performer... A performer, uh, really. A um, hundred percent have, like 
in in karaoke just been like miss the cue entirely like oh that's when i start i sympathize with your class yeah. and yeah. appreciate i i need someone to be like now no yes yeah. Definitely, I'm there. I mean, it's did. also like your choir director was totally on her. I mean, gosh, where's the little, you know, go, go you know? Right, I yeah, don't know, Gretchen. The way I see it, I just think my other classmates were just you're right, absolutely you're right. dogging me. I mean, they just, yeah. they were like, Left we're just going to think. We were, li- and we were wearing, oh my God, I forgot. We had like little white pullos on and we were all wearing little blue bottoms. Like the whole thing was oh. like, this is oh, Hanukkah. Cute. And they couldn't even bother to sing. I'm like, Jeez. are you kidding me? Blame. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but that no, one does uh, that, that I do think about that. About I, <laughs> that that's hilarious. That's adorable. I mean, like there's so many, uh, there are so many, but I think I have one more that I think that, yeah, go for it. That Please. is a little, it's, it's just, oh, okay. I had an opportunity, <laughs> I had an opportunity to be a cool kid and I chose, you, you biffed it. I biffed it. <laughs> I, I biffed it. I biffed it hard, you guys. So I, in, fi- in fifth grade, I don't know if you guys had this, but I had a cool teacher that like once a month you would get to do a Friday night movie class where one kid oh. would, she would pick out of a hat um, each month who was going to be the lucky person to, I think it was either once a month or once a week. I don't think it was once a week. She wouldn't let a, probably allow that happen, but maybe once a month and she would pick out a name and whoever that person was got to pick a movie to bring it in. That's cool. So right. I know. So my my name got picked, and I loved all the movies, and I was so excited to pick. Yeah. Um, but I got hounded on the on the playground. These kids um, would come. The same kid who laughed at me in the front um, was also in my kid right. uh, that I told you about before. Um, Patrick, I'll never forget his name. Came up to me, and he that was just uh, that bastard would come up to me and hound me about what movie I should be picking, and I was like, well. I don't know what I'll pick. Well, what do you think you're going to pick? Well, I really like comedy. He's like, well, what, what kind of what kind of movies do you like? Um, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I I, I think, uh, you know, I like Mel Brooks a lot. Mel, Men in Tights is my favorite movie. He's like, you should bring Men in Tights. That's one you should bring. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. It's cool. I, I, uh, I'll, I'll bring that. I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I start thinking about it. And like, um, I start thinking about the movie and at, <laughs> at like what are you fifth grade you're like 11 or whatever i'm thinking about yeah. like oh gosh i don't know if that's going to be appropriate for these 11 year olds you know what i mean like <laughs> it's, it's okay yes. for, it's okay for me yeah. to watch that movie but to put it yes. on these right. other 11 year olds that are not as mature as yeah. i am i don't think that i can do that and so yes. i brought it to my mom which was a total mistake and i said mom i have this opportunity and i uh i think i i think i want to bring men in tights in but i don't know if that's the right movie she's like gretchen you can't bring that in people i mean there's there's cursing and there's 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 sexual stuff and all that stuff you're just not gonna be able to bring that in um and so i said well okay well i need to bring in a a cool movie that my friends will think i'm cool at and she made me bring jingle all the way starring arnold schwarzenegger Mm. that's oh that's that's yeah that's that's what cool that's not cool so i i showed up so I showed up to school and Patrick said, so are we watching the tights? And I said, my 
mom wouldn't allow me, so I have to bring in Jingle all the way. Oh, and so you gave away all your cards, all my cards, and so I show up with Jingle all the way, and all the kids are mad at me the whole time. The movie's <laughs> oh, playing, and all the kids are just like, "Why are you making us watch this?" And I was so embarrassed the whole time because I don't know if you've seen Jingle, Jingle all the way, but it's it's cute, but it's kind of embarrassing. It's to, not good. Yeah, it's it's, it's just straight not up good. Down. It's kind of embarrassing to know that you've even watched it or that you own the vhs like i owned it yeah uh, i yeah. own it came from my house you guys <laughs> oh that's a i oh that's a setup for it's totally, i just uh, nerds. yeah that, for for nerds that to bring in a movie like pick your own movie and show it to the <laughs> class that's a that's a setup. My pretentious ass would have been like and now we're watching citizen game yeah but like that yeah jesus in fifth grade, literally, it would have been an Austin Powers movie that I would have wanted to brought in. Totally. Like the compromise would that have been like true. a Disney animated something. Why did I have to t- ask my mom, you guys? I shouldn't have asked my mom. Never let that let that be a lesson to all the kids listening to this. <laughs> yeah, show. Don't talk to your mom. Never don't talk to your mom about your problems. Ne- never consult your mom about anything, <laughs> especially if you're trying to be cool. You know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Your mom's not cool. She's Don't gonna make you her. bring Jingle all the way and not Men in Tights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Men in Tights would have been a good pick. I no. I feel like that that I would have just gone with a Mel Brooks movie too, thinking about it. But I I don't think it would have been appreciated. Yeah, I think it would have like fall. Yeah, does springtime remember- for Hitler play for fifth graders the way? <laughs> Yeah, like I, I definitely would have brought in like a Marx Brothers movie, and right. I just would have been like, what? Well, because I, I remember. How do you even choose? I, I like, rem- you bring one movie, and like you're the movie kid, and you're like, yeah, I, that is that's a lot yeah, of pressure. That's so much pressure. It's too much. Too much. I, yeah, I couldn't handle it. At that's in, what I at pride 11. myself on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. There's no way that would have like worked for me because I remember. Um, we're, this was in high school, we were in some class, and, uh, the teacher showed us, I don't know why we were watching this, but we were watching This is Spinal Tap, which is a great movie, and the teacher, in the middle of it, like, went to the bathroom, and one of the kids, like, being sneaky, went up to the VHS and, like, clicked fast forward so the movie would be done faster, and everyone's Uh, like, yes! And I was like, but- I wanna watch And I was like, I, I, I was enjoying- the movie. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That's a great one. Who would fast forward yeah, Christopher Guest? And also, why would you want movie class to be over faster? Why would you do that? I don't, that really, it flipped my whole, it was a baffling move to me. Yeah. And why people were happy. Like, one, we're watching, like, a fun, non-educational, in any way, movie. Yeah, not class. right. <laughs> why, why, why are we moving past this? You know we're going to have to learn after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would have loved, I'm just picturing now like what a worksheet would look like that a teacher would give out that's like, so in the movie Spinal Tap, they say that their amps go up to 11. Why was that funny? And do amps typically right. go that high? Like, like the corresponding worksheet that you have to give. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. Like by, it's, by using a mockumentary, what is Guest able to accomplish as a filmmaker in this storytelling? <laughs> Yeah, I, I have no idea what the context we were watching this is, but I'm like, guys, this is my chance to be good. Oh, this man. Is, this is my chance. We're watching a comedy movie that... Right. An obscure, a kind of, to you know, a 14-year-old's obscure comedy movie. Yeah. This is Bridget's shot. Oh. <laughs> let, me, let me shine here, you guys. Um, it's just never the way, you, you know, I... Gosh. No. It sucks. We're... 
Yeah, you need you need hindsight, and uh, I feel like we are all probably the kids that were like, you're going to be cool when you're older. Like Absolutely. my teachers, I remember a, a teacher saying I was cool and being like, that's not helpful. Aww. Yeah. Aww. That's the opposite of cool is being told you're cool by helpful. a teacher. Right. Uh, yeah, teachers would be like, Bridget, this is the one. And I'm like, this, it's not helpful now. I get what you guys are saying. Totally. Like, by college, by college, things are going to be good for me. But uh, but yeah, if you go through- We got to lay low for now. If you go through those embarrassing moments, it really does create that, that like individual that's a little more- understanding or or you know like uh right just a little more i don't know what like accepting i guess of a lot of different yeah it, it kind of thickens yeah, you up a little it bit does. like it it does it, create it that def- shell <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. and you and you just kind of have to learn like which is the hardest thing to learn as an adult we're all still learning this like how do you cope after you've made like a fucking fool of yourself and like right. how do you move on and how do you like bring yourself to show your face and like yep. recover because truthfully this is experience that everyone must have and i feel like better to have it younger versus better have it as an adult when you just don't have that many excuses yes <laughs> like, right like at least a kid you could be like yeah i was just being a dumbass oh. and i was a kid but but there are some dumbasses right. as adults that, hey, you can't paddle out of that one. Right. Come on, you yeah. should know better. Right. There, there, there are people I know who, like, were cool. Like, everything kind of went smoothly. Like, they had an easy puberty and they were pretty. And, like, now anytime I go home and, like, have to go to a wedding or something and they're there and I try to talk to them, I'm just like, oh, you're a boring person. Yes, now. exactly. You're boring. I'm bored talking yes. to you. Yes. No personality. You've never had to like, develop personality. Right. Right. The, you're, the, you're cool. But the bu- life is easy. The bubble is still, but, they're in a bubble. It's like almost yes. they haven't experienced like culture, like other cultures and different like ways. And yeah, exactly. Right. I was like, yeah, you think I'm funny, but like, hmm. <laughs> you should watch Men in Tights. <laughs> Yeah, Talk you, about gotta, you gotta like, you gotta go out there and like uh, embarrass yourself. Then you'll figure it out. Totally, it's not hard. totally. You're like, okay, well, uh, I will. That's a, I, I know not to do that again. Um, no marionettes in front of people. Yeah. Uh, when you're <laughs> ten years old, cool, cool, cool. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Gretchen, uh, thank you for te- like coming on. And, oh, this is a blast. Uh, you seem to have gotten out. Yeah. Hey, yeah. thank you, you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Oh. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to let go of Bill Cosby. I have been holding that in for <laughs> a while. I've been holding him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to say that. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We, yeah, I, I I, went to college in Philadelphia and, uh, and I went to film school and around our film school uh, building, there were a bunch of posters of things that were filmed in Philadelphia and like Philadelphia artists and Bill Cosby was up there. Oh, wow. And then that news came out while I was still in college, and then I came down, and the next day, it's not it was there. just, like, a blank... Wow. Uh, yeah, mm. a blank, like, sun-stained mm. place where the Bill Cosby poster used to be. Sucks. Uh, Oof. So... We we all had to like let go of that. Recognize, yeah, l- let go. Like Bill, uh, the Cosby Show was shown in some of my TV classes. Wow, yeah, wow. I yeah. mean, and there's uh, there's still great things about that history, and like you said about his stand up and stuff, and um, but it, yeah, like, but I also think like <laughs> with that, it's it's just like so funny to know like what you find. I I wanted to say that one yeah. because I I I thought it was interesting to like you know 
I thought it was the most one of the most embarrassing, horrific things that people thought right. I looked horrible and like I I thought I blinked out. But then having like actual footage and having my wife look at it and go like it wasn't as you know it, it probably it, yeah. like she wasn't trying to minimize de- minimize my uh, experience at all. But it was right. it was uh, nice to know that it wasn't what I like imagined in my right. brain. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, because with hindsight, you realize like. That was probably a pretty strange thing to do at seven years old. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And like your mom made you do it. And, yes. there, and there's some of that. But uh, yeah, it, it honestly sounds like it, it went pretty well. Yeah. You know? Like in the in the grand scheme of things, it was not like that big scary monster that I thought it was. So thank you for getting like yeah. that. I, I actually feel really great that I get to release that into the air. Yeah. Into this podcast. You're welcome. Uh, you are welcome. <laughs> you're well. We're glad. We're glad to do it for you. Um, if uh, let let people know where they can oh yeah find you. um so i'm on instagram at i am gretchen dawson uh you can find me there um i'm also on facebook you can add me uh, i have a youtube channel um right now i am uh focusing on um just creating as much as i can i'm auditioning and doing the grind like we all do in this covid weird place of for sure. virtual like auditions yeah. um so yeah i'm i'm focused on that and uh working from home and just you know trying to keep myself sane during this weird time so thank you for giving me yeah. an opportunity to do something different with my day <laughs> totally. oh yeah for sure yeah for sure yeah thanks thanks again for coming on and of definitely course. check gretchen dawson out on youtube and instagram and facebook and all the internet places and uh sarah you're better at this than i am so yes you can check out rough stuff pod (laughs) at rough stuff pod on twitter instagram and yes even facebook um you are listening to us on the small beans network we have a little patreon go check it out go check out the other shows and if you feel so inclined and if you got a little extra bank in your book go ahead and become a subscriber because we got some cool things and if above all else if you can just drop a a cool rate review and a and a quick subscribe to any one of the uh, fabulous podcast hosts where you are listening to us right now. I mean, honestly, if you're listening to us right now, I mean, you could probably just like click, 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 do that right, right away. Just <laughs> go ahead and tell everyone book. how great we are and how well they should watch our shows. Um, I actually have a marionette puppet mini series that is going to come out on you. No, I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth. Oh my! If y'all can see me right now. I, I I'm actually, I'm so I'm, I'm actually sweating. I'm actually sweating. Absolutely like I not. like. Oh god! I'm sweating in places I don't want to sweat. Wow. Oh, I I sweat through every single one of these. We've been doing this for two years, and I have not stop sweating every time I record, uh, definitely so. a sweaty person but like literally I just got really like hot for you I was like oh no I mean that came no. out wrong but you know no, what I mean no no no, no. I was no, like you're I gonna put not. on a marionette show oh my god no 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 you will never see anything like that for me unless I am in the sound of music and even yeah. then pretty rare <laughs> good call good call well yeah oh. well uh do all those things shoot Sarah ideas for her marionette one woman show <laughs> I'm so glad S- I can inspire her- you. <laughs> yeah, send Sarah if 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 we have any, and I know we do have some crafts people in our listenership. If you can make a marionette doll that looks like Sarah and send it to her in the mail, oh please, do I know it. she would really. Appreciate oh, and Bridget that. is innocent of all of this. Are you shitting me? I oh, mean, fine, I'll it. take it. You know I will. <laughs> oh my god, please, please send that to me. Direct message that to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd have to see that. Uh, 
<laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. Yay. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.